Ciao, Bella. I am Ronnie and Ryan, love and cosmic coach, and this is the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast. We'll talk about a magical mix of mystical methods, including everything that works to live your best life, grow spiritually, and maybe find love. Open your heart, expand your mind, and connect with spirit. Tune into the magic that is all around you. If you enjoy the show, please give it a thumbs up or write a glowing review and click the bell to subscribe so you'll know when the next episode is available. I offer listeners cosmic coaching and guidance for your spiritual path, psychic, intuitive, or card readings, or learn about your past lives and how they influence your life today with an Akashic Records reading. Learn more at nevertoolate.biz. May good fortune and magic come to all those who listen to the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast. And now, on with the show. On today's episode of the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast, I'm so excited to welcome Christy Peterson, who is a psychic medium and Reiki master from Omaha, Nebraska. She's been intuitive since childhood, but only decided to go public with her gifts recently in 2014. Since then, she studied with internationally known psychic mediums, John Edward and James Van Prague and Lisa Williams to develop her gifts even more. She's also published three books that she's the author of. Her latest is Between Earth and Heaven, A Beginner's Guide to Living a Spiritual Life, published in 2021. So it's brand new, and we're going to be talking about that today. She's also written We Are Not Alone, My Extraterrestrial Contact, published in 2019, and An Extraordinary Life, published in 2010. She's been featured on podcasts, Meeting the Masters out of Sedona, Arizona, and Follow the Woo out of Los Angeles, California. And will be featured, this is so exciting, in a documentary titled Contact D, which will be released in the summer of 2022. Hold your breath, can't wait. Christy believes in compassionately sharing her gift with others in an effort to help people heal, grow, and stand in their own powerful light. Christy is also speaking publicly for more than 30 years. And to find out more about Christy, her books, public speaking, you can visit herextraordinarylife.net. And the other website is christypeterson.com. Before we delay any further, Welcome, Christy. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I appreciate it. I'm thrilled to have you. I love how your smile is. I Nope, nobody can see that but me, but too bad. that It's my pleasure. So I'm really excited to talk about what's going on between earth and heaven. And let's start with why isn't it heaven and earth instead of earth and heaven? I thought heaven and earth was kind of a cliche. And so I wanted to switch it up a little bit. And although the viewers can't see the cover of the book, I was on a retreat a couple of years ago with a friend of mine and we were walking, I was walking a labyrinth and I decided the last time to walk that, that I was going to walk with gratitude rather than asking a question, which is typical for walking a labyrinth. And I just said, I'm going to walk it with gratitude. And about halfway through, I felt what I thought was the face of God smiling on me. And I finished walking and I went back to my friend. I said, you're not going to believe what happened. I felt the face of God smiling on me. And she goes, well, you're not going to believe what happened to me. I got a message to pick up my phone and take a picture. 
And so that's the cover of the book is this, the face of God smiling on me. It's this huge beam of light right next to me as I'm walking this labyrinth. Isn't that cool? Wow. That is so exciting. I can't even believe it. So a lot of people think the cover of the book is photoshopped and it's, I did nothing to it. It's exactly as my friend took the picture. Oh my gosh. I love that stuff. You know, it's so funny. Countless years ago, I was in a swimming pool with a girlfriend and I had a big hat on. And so she took my picture. And when I got the pictures, there was a beam of light directly in the center of my head, you know, coming to, and I was like, (laughs) what the heck? So. I've had those pictures. All right. All right. So you just saw it's so ordinary. Let's just turn it around. And and that's a way to capture people's attention too, because you're flipping the priority, right? Right. Between earth and because heaven. We okay. We're on planet earth. We've chosen to be on planet earth. Yeah. And that's where it starts. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and we probably need to go talk to ourselves and go, what were you thinking? <laughs> you pick this place again, you know? So I love how the book is really all about how healing is an inside job. I agree completely. Let's talk about that. What made you decide to write this book? As a psychic medium, I have so many clients recently that are coming saying, I've had a paranormal experience. They're not saying, here's how it usually starts is you're going to think I'm crazy, but, and the minute that comes out of their mouth, I'm like, sit down, let's have a little chat (laughs) because it'll be some kind of a paranormal experience. They've predicted something. A dead person has walked into their room. Just a myriad of different things are happening to them and they don't know how to handle it. And I found myself explaining the same thing over and over. And I thought, if I'm getting just a little slice of the public there's a bigger slice that is having the same experience and I need to put this in a book. So people who are having these experiences don't get so confused because it can be so overwhelming. And I've studied metaphysics for over 45 years. And what I've learned is, oh, wow, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. And, you know, the people who say that they know it all are wrong because nobody knows, but you know, where do you get started? And that's why I wrote the book is this is a place to get started on your spiritual journey and get started to understanding what metaphysics and spirituality is all about. Well, you know, what's so fascinating is in the very beginning of your book, you said what got you started was the search for Bridie Murphy. Now that is such a throwback book, right? I don't even know when that was published. Was it in the fifties? Do you know? Anyway, I think it was in the fifties. Yeah. No, I wasn't reading it in the fifties, but (laughs) I read that as a teenager and I couldn't stop reading it. Like I had to keep turning those pages. I was completely sucked in by this whole idea. That's where it started for me. But then I left it off for a while. I mean, I read some Shirley MacLaine books or whatever. I love Shirley. And then the next thing I did was I read Agartha Journey to the Stars. I don't know if you've ever heard about that. No, I haven't. That was deep and intense. The book was open. I was at a friend's house to this page where she's talking to the P diva. And I'm like, what? The P diva. So, so that I'm sure your book is a lot friendlier than jumping into <laughs> the P diva. So let's talk about a little bit about why earth and are there other planets and what, what is that about? Why, why do we come here to earth? Why are we doing this cycle? We're on the spin cycle in the wash machine. Well, I always say it's because insanity runs in my family. <laughs> <laughs> Why earth? Earth is considered to be a school and it is a very difficult school. It is one of the most difficult schools that exists in the galaxy. So people or souls choose to come to planet earth for their souls to evolve. And I always say that most people will agree now that we are all one. 
And if we are all one, that is God, its source, its creator, whatever you want to call it. So my understanding is that God wants to experience everything that has ever, ever has been or ever will be. And so God splits off into souls and to experience. And part of those souls come to earth. Some go to other planets for other experiences, etc. But those that come to earth, it's just like, whew, you know, it's the hard, hard school to learn, learn the lessons, experience things, accomplish things. And in spirit, we know exactly who we are. And we come into this planet earth with amnesia and we come in going, uh, what? <laughs> who am I? What did I say I wanted to do? Oh my God. And so I say, it always takes a lifetime to remember who you are in spirit. But that's why Earth is almost, I'll call it a crash course. Crash in, course, yeah. An <laughs> evolution of the soul. Yeah, you know, I completely agree with that. You know, it's so funny because I have friends who are like, oh, I'm not doing this again. <laughs> never say never. You really don't know. <laughs> You don't want to do it again, but you will. I know personally, I've been around, I've had hundreds and hundreds of lives. I've been all over the globe. So kind of hoping maybe I can move on, but you know, you never know. So I also find when people tell me, oh no, I'm totally done now. This is my last life on earth. I thought, okay, good luck, honey. (laughs) Exactly what I say to you. Good luck with that. to myself too. It's like, I'm done. This is too hard. And I know there's probably still a few left. (laughs) Think about Kuan Yin as goddess of compassion. Supposedly she is staying here in our earth level to work with humans. And she's staying here until we don't need her anymore. I'm like, wow, that is some sacrifice. That's a commitment. That's a commitment, right? (laughs) So when you're talking about people having all these experiences, that's a perfect example of that thinning of the veil. And you and I were talking about that before the show. So there's a lot of evidence that that's going on. And it blows me away with how many people are channeling and seeing people who have passed on and speaking light language and all kinds of things. So do you know anything about why, what's going on with this thinning of the veil thing? The messages that I've been receiving is that earth really is in a crisis and the balance is off on planet earth with, because of our population growth period is usually younger souls coming in saying, okay, I'll give this a, I'll try, I'll give this a try. And what we need now are more star seeds, more people with that thing in the veil that are trying to help raise the vibration of the earth to create that balance because we do need light and dark. I would say we don't, we can't appreciate light unless we experience darkness. We can't experience love unless we've got the opposite of fear. And this is the same thing is we've got so many new younger souls that earth life is very unfamiliar to them. And so they usually go back to more of a primary instinct or primal instinct. And so now we've got the thinning of the veil so people can awaken, acknowledge that there's more than just what is on planet earth. And then star seeds that are also coming in that have had zero or very few lives on planet earth to help balance the energy and raise that vibration of planet Mm -hmm. earth. So we don't go, we're in a crisis mode and for our own survival. You know, a few years ago, I'm not sure if it was three or four, and I'm not sure if you're familiar with Cryon. It's another channeled. He says he's from magnetic service, whatever that is. He had said that we had achieved 26% light. 
And the good news about that was that one extra point beyond 25 meant that we had kicked it over to where the light could be more dominant, even though it was only 26% and not 75% or whatever, that you didn't need to get to that level for the light to be dominant. And he thought that all of the trauma and stuff that's going on from volcanoes or earthquakes or whatever, that these are all evidence of the darkness freaking out because they they don't have the same grip or hold the darkness as it did since we've tipped the scale and gone to 26. And that was a few years ago. So it could be a higher percentage of light by now too. Interesting. Well, a message I got was if you compare the balancing of the energy in our planet is picture like a classroom of kindergarten students. Let's say there's 30 kindergarten students, but it takes one teacher and maybe one helper to get the message across and to teach. You know, that would kind of go with that same 25, 26% mm. is that it takes, you know, maybe one person teaching the light to affect Oh, I see. Mm -hmm. Don't know, don't have an experience yet, but, you know, and most will be willing to learn, but there's a few that's, no, I'm not going to. (laughs) Sure, sure. Wow. That's a really interesting way of looking at it. I like that. Here we are. The veil is thinning. We're having experiences. We're on earth school. It's not that easy. So you're saying when you start having experiences, let's get in touch with our spirit guides. Like if healing is an inside job, we all need to take that responsibility and tune into the higher level of helpers, healers, masters that we have access to, right? So what can you tell us about that? Your spirit guides should be your best friends. And what people don't understand on planet Earth is that we have got a huge support system on the other side and spirit guides and angels and a council of elders and our deceased loved ones. And we really need to connect with them. And a great place to start is with your spirit guides. And my definition of a spirit guide is the highest form of truth and compassion to keep you aligned with the universe. So they nice. can Yeah, I love that definition. They can't interfere with your life plan, but they can make it a little bit easier for you. So the example I love to use is let's say it's part of your life plan to have a car accident. They can't stop that from happening, but they might put a doctor in the car behind you. The accident might happen really close to a hospital. They can make things easier for you. The trick is listening to them and not only listening, but ask questions. It's a two-way street. And I do have a technique that I use to have people meet their spirit guides. And there's a lot of psychics out there that tell people how many spirit guides they have, what their names are, which I think is beautiful. It's a perfect place to start. I do it a little bit differently because I think it's more powerful for the person to actually tune in and figure out what it, what does it feel like to get that information and to actually reach out and meet the spirit guides on their own. And I'm the guide for that to meet their guides. I'm the guide for the guides, I guess. Right, right. Well, you know, that sounds a lot like feed a man and you're helping him for one day, teach a man to fish and you're helping him, for, you know, for a lifetime. So exactly. it's very similar to that kind of idea because it's about taking responsibility for your own progress and your own spiritual growth and development. Yeah. Working with your spirit guides would certainly be a big help. It's funny because sometimes I get frustrated trying to get answers. And so I've gone to all kinds of lengths to <laughs> get my spirit guide to talk to me. And honestly, I know that they must have an incredible sense of humor, like uh, as a collective group, they really do. Because so one, I, I have a whole episode on this. I, I decided, um, I don't know if you ever watched The Last Kingdom on Netflix. No, I don't have Netflix. Oh. So The Last Kingdom, super brief. 
is a story about England in 850, 60, when the Danes are marauding over all over England, taking over. And, you know, one, there's a king who really was a king, King Alfred, who was trying to unite the country and make them all Christian, all this stuff. If you ever get to watch it, you can see Uhtred on YouTube and you'll be like, oh, I get why she's watching this. It's, there's a lot of spirituality in the show, as well as camaraderie, humor, war, love, blah, blah, blah. And I connect with that spirituality, you know, my Viking lifetime or whatever. And so I've reached out to Uhtred and I'm like, hey, what is going on here? Tell me. And it's great because even if I couldn't connect with this spirit guide or that spirit guide, they came to me as Uhtred, which was my request. And so in my vision, I saw him with his sword doing things to cut stuff off around my body cutting through my energy field or whatever. I mean, he didn't hurt me. He was doing work to heal me. So anyway, my point is they are there. And even if you can't go this way, you can go this way. There's lots of ways to get the answers you need if you put your mind to it. Absolutely. I agree 100%. And you're right with the sense of humor. And I accuse my guides of drinking. <laughs> ah, that's so funny. I'm like, what? Are you guys at the bar again? Oh my God. <laughs> But I will ask questions and the answers will come in the form of looking at a license plate, overhearing a conversation, being directed to a particular teacher, a billboard. So they will respond to you. It might not be you know, clairvoyantly with pictures in your head. It might not be sound, but they will communicate to you in a way where you will receive the message, cool. even if they do have a cocktail in their hands. <laughs> it's, that's such a fun visual. So how do you make your spirit guide your best friend? First of all, you use the technique that I use, which is basically just start talking to them one at a time. I want to meet my main spirit guide. And I always, the first question I have them ask is, are you male or female? Because they've lived so many lives. They've been every gender, every ethnicity. It doesn't matter, but it's an easy question. So you can put your guard down and get the answer. And it's like, okay, did you get that as a picture in your head? Did you get it as a voice in your head? Did you get it in your heart, your gut knowing? And then we start making the, the questions a little bit more deep. So then once you've met them every single day, you want to start your morning by greeting them. So I call my guides by name first thing in the morning. And I always, I come from gratitude. And when you live your life with gratitude, it changes everything. And I will say, thank you for letting me do the work I do. Thank you for always being with me. And thank you for clear messages I'm receiving today for my healing and highest good. Oh boy. I love that because just using that as your affirmation is a great way to bring more in and confirm that that's what you want. I love that. Yes. And if you start every day with gratitude in a way of connecting with them and then just pay attention because those messages will usually come through loud and clear. It's not like, oh, I wonder if was that a message? Was that not? It's going to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe I saw that. I can't believe I heard that. The timing's perfect. <laughs> yeah, I get you. If you're wondering, was that a message? Was it a message? It probably wasn't a message because, right? yeah, it's not usually that unclear. There's no question that it's a message from your guides. I, although sometimes I feel like there's no answer because they want you to decide yourself. Yes, yes. We are here to learn those lessons and we do need guidance, but we also need to you know, stand in our own power, make our own decisions and not yeah. be so dependent. Because I always, that's the reason I'm on this planet is to help people stand in their own power. And I say a funny way of looking at it is I'm going to work myself out of a job. <laughs> uh, that's beautiful though. That's beautiful. And because you're setting them up for success and then you push them out of the nest. 
Yes, exactly. There you go. And they have to learn how to fly on their own and they will. And really that's the best way to go because if you always go back to the same person and to get help, 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 not that I don't go for help because I do, but you have to learn to stand on your own two feet or you, the growth won't happen in the same way. I think when you go on your own two feet, then your growth can be exponential. And every once in a while, it helps to, especially if you feel stuck, to go in and get some help, ask questions, you know, do whatever you can, resort to asking other people and other experts or whatever. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's great when you rely on yourself. So yeah, building that kind of relationship on a daily basis. I would think that could be really awesome. So this sounds amazing. I know that you talk about a bunch of other healing modalities in the book, but I guess what I'm curious about is you have anything else cooking, you know, what else is going on for you? Oh, I'm so excited. The first week in October, I was on vacation and my best friend from Seattle flew down to the Bay area of California to meet me. And so we're sitting on the beach and I've got my journal out and I'm journaling because that's my, my thing. And my guides told me, they said, put your journal away, enjoy the moment, enjoy your friend, enjoy your vacation. We'll give you downloads when you get back. So I went, okay. And I shut my journal and had a week of just absolute fun with my friend. The day I got home, I started getting downloads from a spirit and I'm going to leave his name out of it for right now, but they said, this is going to be my fourth book. And it, it's a voice of a collective of spirits, but it's yeah. coming through one voice. And every single morning while I'm having my cup of mm, decaf coffee, <laughs> <laughs> oh, thrilling, <laughs> yeah, it works for me, that I am now channeling. It's like eight to 10 pages every single day. So this book is just pouring out. It's, yeah, it's like I'm taking dictation. That's a lot of pages for a day. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's not eight and a half by 11. It's journal size pages, but still that's a lot. And the messages are just amazing. And so what I talked about earlier with the teacher, with the, the students, it takes one person to teach. That was one of the downloads that I got from this, this being, and it's things that are so profound, but what he's able to do is give it to me in a language, first of all, that I understand. And then hopefully pass that on to others when the book finally comes out that they're going to go, oh, now I get it. It's not so complex. It makes sense if you put it into human terms that we can understand. Oh, you mean it's going to get simplified? That would be nice. Yes, it is. It, everything boils down to love. Everything does. And he brings out all these incredible examples. But I said, with the evolution of the soul, yes, that's our main goal is to evolve. But what does that mean? And that's everything you think, say, and do comes from love. So if you're not there, you're going to come back on planet Earth again and again. (laughs) That was my wake-up call. It was like, oh, crap, I'm not done. (laughs) It's really possible Mama Teresa was done. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She, she certainly came from that place or maybe the Dalai Lama is done. So there's a few people. Oh, good to know. I'm sure I'll be back again. <laughs> so, well, that sounds so exciting. I want to read that one. I mean, I've enjoyed your um, Between Earth and Heaven tremendously. So, all right. So let's talk about you work with people individually as well, right? Yes. So in addition to being an author, you do healing work and then you help them meet their spirit guides and that kind of thing. 
I'm a psychic medium, so I will help them connect to their deceased loved ones. Psychic is help them get unstuck and get on a path that's right for them. It's like this was like I was working with a gentleman the other day and I said, I see you doing uh, consulting work. He's like, no, no, absolutely not. And I'm like, okay, let's let that go. We moved on. Well, actually, that was a couple of months ago. He, we had another session. He goes, guess what? I'm doing consulting work. Oh, and that's I'm just loving it. <laughs> that's hilarious. That is so but, hilarious. Yeah, it's breaking through some of those barriers and that we've built up with. Oh, no way, not for me. And it's like, well, think about it twice. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I do have individual sessions. And then I also do the energy work with as a Reiki practitioner. And I do it a little bit differently because I do incorporate some sound with it. With, oh, cool. Yeah, with rain sticks and singing bowls and wave drums, in addition to energy and then pulling out energy that's ready to be released. We just kind of speed that up a little bit. Yeah, that's really awesome. I'm very in tune to sound. Um, I when I did some shamanic work, I discovered that one of my animal guides is a whale. So that started to make a lot of sense to me about why sound was so important to me and really helps me transcend whatever's going on. So, so anyway, yeah, that sounds great. Reiki and sound together. What a wonderful combination. So it has just been marvelous talking with you today, Christy. I, I have really loved it. So before we give people info on how to connect with you, do you have any last bits of wisdom you want to impart? From the minute we are born, we are being programmed and we're being programmed by a society that wants us to live in fear. So people come to me and I have everything I've always wanted. Why am I not happy? That's where the inside job begins. Ah. And that is asking yourself the question, who am I? And not labels. I'm not a brother, sister, mother, daughter. It is I am curious. I am loyal. I am dependable and come up with a huge list of who am I and then what do I want? And it's never the house. It's never the car. It's I want peace. I want balance. I want freedom. I want happiness. That's what we want. And then what does that look like and feel like to me when I have, let's say my word is happiness. What does that look like and feel like when I'm happy, because the universe wants what you want, but you have to define it. Yeah, that is so vital. I agree completely. Fabulous advice. I'm really excited to have met you. Thank you for being on the show. And so people can reach Christy at christypeterson.com. So that's K-R-I-S-T-I, P as in Paul, E, D as in dog, E R. S-O-N? Yes. Com. Woo, yes. I did it right. All right, Absolutely. but it'll be in the show notes too. And was there something else? I just wanted to give you a great big thank you. It's people like you that are giving us a platform to get our messages out and we can't really do it without your help too. So I, again, I come from gratitude. Thank you. Thank you so much. How lovely. Wow, that's really nice. All right, until next time. Thanks for listening. This is Ronnie and Ryan, Love and Cosmic Coach, thanking you for listening today. If you'd like cosmic coaching and guidance for your spiritual path, a psychic, intuitive, or card reading, or to learn about your past lives and how they influence your life today with an Akashic Records reading, please visit nevertoolate.biz. If you like this episode, please give it a thumbs up and subscribe and share it with someone that you love. I'll have more about love and magic next time. 
Until then, this is Ronnie and Ryan hoping you make the most of the love and magic that always surrounds you. Bye.